Have you ever had a time in your life where you felt like your boat was being rocked, like really rocked? I was in this chin deep quicksand of perpetuating problems. The blame, the resentment, the guilt, and the shame just followed one after the other. These awful and heavy feelings were followed by unjust actions and wrongful doings that really stemmed from self-pity. Life didn't belong to me and I felt completely out of control. Hello and welcome to the All in Harmony podcast. I am your host, Juliana Lindner founder and creator of All in Harmony and Synchronized Mind-Body Method, helping women get out of the energy of frustration and overwhelm and into peace and power. I'm not going to go into too many details about everything that was happening to me in a really short amount of time. It was compiled over the course of about 18 months. But I will say that what happened once I accepted myself, my misfortunes, and the consequences that I still awaited, which by itself was almost misery and hell in itself. Because I remember as a kid, I always wanted to feel the consequence immediately. I didn't wanna wait for my mom to decide how I would be reprimanded. That anxiousness and the unknown of what's about to come or how big the wrath is going to be was even more fear driven than the actual consequence itself sometimes. But I started to reverse my thoughts and reel in my actions and take ownership over my situation. I mean, really, there was no one there to bail me out. Actually, my father did, but it came with an expense of being wrongfully accused of having multiple personality disorder. Everything was my fault. And I think I felt this way since my parents separated 23 years ago. Um, I, know, I know my brothers felt it too, to some degree. And I couldn't get past this doubt or dread. I remember, thinking in my 20s that I had so much potential that I was wasting. And I really didn't take risks in myself until I was 28 years old because I anticipated this failure as a hit to my character and my warmth. I already felt pretty worthless and going after something that I really desired and failing at it made me feel like it was going to break me. Like I wasn't strong enough to feel that brokenness again and again and again. But here I am today taking risks regularly on myself, putting myself out there, going after things that I don't know the outcome. I cannot predict the outcome. All I can lean into is my faith. And parenting really changes for me. In a flash, I became everything to someone else. And even though it scared me, I leaned in with my faith. I've come back to this faith as often as I can. And while I juggled many layers of what I consider recovering and healing, it, faith was the one thing that kept me going. This belief in not only myself, but belief in my higher power to make sure that everything was going to turn out okay. I have my own back, not just my higher power, not just God, but I myself have my own back trusting in myself became something that I had to work on regularly because taking those steps for myself really didn't consider how much trust I needed in myself. We always think of belief. These are two challenges that some people separate, but they're very similar through my eyes. I was recovering from addiction and maybe not the addiction that people go through, through a drug. If I couldn't handle my life, I was turning to marijuana and I swallowed myself in more of that self-pity. This allowed me to stay in these depressive cycles because anything, anytime anything got 
tough, that's where uh, that's what I resorted to map out how things are going to get from really hard to really easy. And I say the word easy because ease is one of the things that I didn't feel like I could really capture. And this comes from a story from my childhood of always having to work hard for things. There was a switch in my in my frame of reference when things were really easy for me and specifically physical ability for me to just flow into dance and figure skating and basketball and soccer. Movement to me came with ease. And that was really exciting. And then something stunted me. I saw my outside world crumble. When my parents separated, I felt like everything was falling apart and it made things, it made me approach things in a different way. It came with more fear. It came with more uncertainty. It came with more doubt that things were actually going to work out. And when you couple that with a parenting style that is to say the least restricting, restricting in the sense that you're not able to really accentuate and express yourself in a truthful manner, that when you say the truth, that when you speak your truth, you feel some sort of consequence. Either you are rejected or you hear words that are hurtful. You get belittled for feeling too strongly about something. You may even be accused of nonsense, thinking so irrationally about something that no one is going to believe you. This type of feeling comes with a big consequence. And the big consequence is that you hide from yourself. You hide from your feelings. You hide from your truth. Little did I realize that it took me almost 20 years to uncover or start to uncover my truth, to not be afraid to accept my truth and to go even deeper. As soon as I reached a level, there came a point where I felt like this needs to go a little bit further. And that's the incredible part about a healing process is that it doesn't end just like our growth never ends. And that shouldn't be scary. It shouldn't push you away from the process. And here's the thing I like to relate it to because I worked in the fitness industry and, and health field for about six years. And what I realized is that people are struggling with the same problems. Sometimes they manifest a little bit differently, but really it comes down to the same problems. And under those problems is something a little bit deeper than what we can see, what we can consciously think about. And that is the pain that we hold on to. It's the lies that we've accepted. And unfortunately, these lies are inconspicuous to us because everyone is saying them. Everyone is believing them. So in order to change the, the direction, in order to make that pivot, you have to hold courage. You have to embody courage. In order to be vulnerable with these pains, you have to believe that your strength and courage is going to take you as far as you need to go. And even when you question your strength, this is when you lean on your faith. And I will say this over and over again. It's something that I have to remind myself of regularly is that when things aren't going my way, I am capable of setting the tone, setting the reframe so that I don't fall into self-pity. And it's not as easy to do at this point because I have so many grounding principles and practices. They keep me in the same direction. It may look sloppy or messy when it's mapped out, but really the direction is held with my vision that I hold within myself 
of my higher power. All of these workings come together for the bigger vision. Because oftentimes when we're, and I am the first to tell you that I was so engulfed and wrapped up in the small things, not the small appreciation things, but the small problems that consumed my mind on a regular basis. I wasn't looking outside that small, that box. I think it's a paradox because I myself think of ways to step outside the box. I've always considered myself an out of box thinker. Considering the problems that I faced and where they came from and how I handled them, I was situating myself in a really small box, never looking outside of the box. There's not many things that you can fit inside. The more things, the more problems you fit inside, the more blended they become. The more blended they are, the more you can't see inside that box. So here's the thing. If your box is really fogged with all these problems, and they're all bleeding into each other. There is no vision left inside the box. To lead into is outside the box. I'm going to take this a step further and say what's outside the box is what's inside of you. All of these problems that have been situated are external issues. Everything that's situated outside the box actually lies within you. Everything that you've shunned outside of you, everything that doesn't feel like is yours, all of the testament of who you really are lies outside of that box. The problems that are situated inside of that box as your truth. So once you release that, once you say this no longer is true for me, I'm looking outside of the box. I'm expanding my view, my perspective. I'm switching my narrative. I'm changing my story. When you do this through tapping, Tapping itself allows your body to relax. So it's regulating your nervous system so that you can come to these alternative conclusions. So what I consider the reframes, and that was the big point of staying in your presence is being able to observe your situation, observe your feelings, ob observe what's going on as opposed to attaching to it from zoning in on that circumstance or problem and getting attached to that problem. Because when you're in flow, when you're in ease, you are detached from these things. You let them go. You bring your attention to it for the sole fact of acknowledging it, reflecting on it, and reframing it. And the movement continues. The flow continues because we're in constant revolution of this process. And once we stunt it, once we hold it by trying to control it, by trying to suppress it, what we're doing is we're stopping the movement. And when we are stagnant with our energy, when our expression is bound tightly, when it's not released, when it's not released into the world openly from the higher point of our values, then we find ourselves in a position of questioning ourselves, questioning our worth, and really taking on a whole new layer of the part of ourselves, that part of us that is feeling unjust to a situation or circumstance, the part of ourselves that is underappreciated, taking back our voice, using our self-expression as a way to stand in our power allows us to bring about the most authentic version of ourselves. And when we're in that alignment, we feel the freedom. And that's the other thing that came to me from the acceptance 
of all these problems, these perpetuating problems and these heavy emotions was freedom. I took the fast approach going through an emotional freedom technique certification training and was fully engulfed in this process. So my version and my healing journey was intensive. The freedom I feel today versus what I felt two years ago has no comparison. And the one thing that holds all of this together is how I tend and care to myself because everything is turned inward, right? The acceptance of ourselves in the situation is taking ownership of who we are and what we can do, what we are capable of. The peace and the freedom from within comes from that open self-expression stemming from truth and integrity. And it all comes back to us. So when we think of self-care, sometimes we negate the fact that just spending those quiet moments to ourselves, with ourselves, is extremely powerful. Whether it's driving in the car with the music off or sitting at your dining room table once the kitchen is cleaned with the lights off and just a quiet moment to yourself, whether it's walking back to your car after work and sitting in your car to reflect on the day, your choices, your words, your actions. These are the moments that over time compiled with one another day after day after day are what make the difference. This is what means being in the long haul. This is what it means to really appreciate the process. It's not just about showing up to the yoga class or going to a sound healing bath or attending a workshop or even that once a year retreat. These are all really great things. But when the practice is compiled day after day, these rituals in place, and it doesn't have to look really fancy. It's the moments to yourself where you tend to yourself, where you nourish yourself. My mantra this month inside of Harmony Within is I am nourished from within. My heart is overflowing with love and appreciation. So on that note, I want you to come to an understanding of what is needed for you just claiming this next month as a month where you can take care of you in a different way. Bring your self-care to a different level. Ignite the passion. And remember, this isn't about pushing you. It's about what you feel drawn to, what you feel pulled towards when you start to release fictional story in your head. You have to replace it with something new. So you have to come up with your truth. This month is about discovering your truth. And you can do so by joining me in Harmony Within, where we really spend time on releasing, reflecting, reframing, and receiving the abundance of love, wealth, and happiness in this lifetime.